Welcome to episode two of Back to Back with Prince. Today we'll be talking everything sports, everything basketball with DMAS underscore. What up? What's popping? Also, we got NBA young boy's girlfriend getting shot. We got two planes in Alaska crashing to each other. I don't know how that's possible, but shit happens. We got Putin playing hockey. We gonna talk Kawhi and CJ. We gonna talk NBA free agency, and we got some predictions for y'all. All right, so Dmas, man, game one tonight, Warriors Blazers, man. Who you got? What do you think is going on, man? It's, I mean, it's gonna be tough to go against the Warriors, especially with home court advantage. Fact. Kevin Durant is out, but K- yeah, I was about to say KD out the first two games. Dame and CJ Mike got they got that advantage yeah, of KD coming off hot of a nice series win, but Facts. I mean it's hard to beat the Splash Brothers, bro, and especially now without KD, it's almost like their offense is moving better. Don't sleep on Curry, bro. I know you can't. I can't. I can't bet against the Warriors, man. It's just one of those things that you know. It's you it's like one of those things in sports, like dynasties. It's just their time, like with the Patriots right I now swear, or the Celtics bro. back in the day. It's just. We just got to wait until the Warriors get off the throne because they're way too good right now. All right, man. So, I got Blazers in seven. That sounds sounds whack, man. But listen to me. Listen to me, bro. KD being out game one and two, that's the prime opportunity for Dame and CJ to go off, which will happen. Which will happen. Um, I got Blazers taking game one and two. I got the Warriors taking both game or one game in Portland and then another game another game yeah back home and then Blazers take the game game seven in Oakland what you got I can see where you're coming from because technically speaking you got CJ and Dame and those are pretty good matchups for Steph and Clay and then you got Ennis Cantor which is a pretty good big down in the post to to play with Draymond and and Kevon Looney, whoever they decide to put in. And I do think they are a little bit more deep. But I can't go against the Warriors, man. I just saw how they did my Rockets, and it's just they're rolling right now. It's playoff basketball, and they, you know how the Warriors are. That's what I mean. Yeah, man, I just said I can't I can't bet against them, but it's one of those things where, you know, I'm tired of seeing them every year. I'm tired year of it too, party. dude. We need to mix that shit up, so... I got Blazers in seven. This might sound really whack, but hey, you never know. I know you're a huge Rockets fan, D-Mass. I know you're a diehard Rockets fan. That is true. Straight out of Houston. So yep. what do you what do you have to say about the Rockets uh, Warriors series? What talk, talk to me, man. First of all, heartbroken. For the last four <laughs> four out of five years, we've been knocked out of the playoffs by the Warriors. Seems it's just we can't get past them. Every year it seems like we're getting better and we have the edge, but. Once it comes to playoff time, summertime, we just can't pull it off. And Harden has a history of being bad in the playoffs, but this year he was doing pretty good. He was the best. He was the highest average averaging scorer in that series. Granted, I, KD did go out. I agree. I agree. I just feel like Chris Paul didn't go all Chris out. Paul, he didn't he, give y'all. You know, if y'all had to beat the Warriors, you would need. Chris Paul and Harden. To yeah, have and games one through five. Night. Games one through five. Chris Paul wasn't doing anything. Yeah, he's there on the defensive end, but that's not why we have him. Yeah, he's a good defensive presence, but we need him for our second score. Whenever Eric Gordon is our second score, well, I mean Eric Gordon's a dog, but he's a state. Chris Paul should be up there getting at least like 18, 20, 22 points a game. But there were some games where he was averaging, not averaging, he was getting 10, 11 points and. 
he's shooting three for fucking eight from the field, and it's just like you can't be shooting all them shots. And then he just be he's a good ball handler, but sometimes he be trying to do what Harden does, where he holds the ball and milks the shot clock. And then he tries to be too flashy with his pass, and then he'll do an outlet pass to someone at their ankles with like three seconds left. And that's just not good basketball. If anyone needs to be doing that, it's Harden because he's a wizard with the ball. I agree, man. Uh, what do you think the Rockets need, man? Like, moving on to the future, what what weapon do they need to defeat KD to put down Steph and all that? What do you think they need? First of all, hopefully KD won't be with the Warriors next year. I find it hard that he resigns with the Warriors. <laughs> but uh, I think that the Rockets need, like, a, a nice front court player, like a front court star. Maybe not an all-star, but a high-caliber front court player. We need a three or a four with some size that can I play agree. defense that still has scoring ability. But, I mean, it's going to be hard to do anything with the Rockets right now because of the cap space. We just signed Clint Capella to a huge deal. We gave Chris Paul damn near a max, Harden on a max. So we don't have a lot of mobility right now. We're going to have to work with trades, and we're not going to be able to really pick up anyone off free agency that's too nice because we don't got too much cap space. So, I mean, we'll see what the front office decides to do, but it's going to be hard. But I say the key to us winning is we need one more star, and it's going to have to be a front court star. It's going to be a three or a four. That's that's facts, man. Um, we'll just have to see what happens this summer, what the, the front office decides to do to get y'all to that next level to compete with the Warriors maybe next year and moving on. Enough about the Rockets, though, bro. What happened with your Celtics? All right, man. I I knew that was coming up. Um, I don't know. I don't. I I would say, I would honestly say Paul Pierce messes up, bro. You know, after Game One, having a phenomenal game, we shot damn near sixty percent Game One at Milwaukee. Um, coming off that, I said Celtics in four. That obviously did not happen. But I would say, if anything, it was the chemistry. You know, making it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year with the squad we had, which was pretty much the bench, um, and then everyone, Gordon Hayward, Kyrie coming back. I just feel like we didn't have that chemistry to take down the team like the Bucks, who've been playing together for you know a good amount of time. Uh, Giannis is obviously yep. MVP caliber. Uh, Chris Middleton. Another all-star. Bledsoe went off. Um you know, if anything, I would say the Bucks are really good. You know, they they deserved it. I'm not going to take that from them. They obviously deserve to move on. Do you think they'll but, beat uh, the Raptors and get out of the East? I'd say Raptors in six, man. They are too, not man. taking down Kawhi. I don't um, think so. He's too good right now. No beef. You know, Giannis is my guy. But uh, I would have to say Raptors in six or five. What about Kyrie? You think Kyrie's staying in Boston? I do not know. I don't know where to stand when it comes to Kyrie because, you know, there are teams out there who will give him the max. I don't know what the Celtics are going to do. I know he's, he's such an emotional er, player. He is very emotional. He's he's a teenager, man. I don't know. I know. He, I know he talked about re-signing early on this season, but, uh, you know, Kyrie's an emotional dude. I don't know where he stands when it comes to certain, certain things like re-signing. Because he obviously said he was resigning with the Cavs. And yep. we got that trade to Boston. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. I hope he stays. If he's going to stay, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. You know what I mean? Hey, man, how about Kawhi, man? Game seven to put the Sixers away. 
That was amazing. That was talk about that shit. Crazy, dude. Talk about that shot. <laughs> okay, first of all, man is unstoppable right now. Forty-one points Beast. in a closeout game seven. He averaged what 36, 35 I think it was thirty-six in that on the series, dude. That's that's crazy. ridiculous. That's and crazy. Man. The thing is, he. On that last shot, he almost had no space. He had Ben Simmons on him from the top of the key. Embiid with the block. Then Embiid comes over and helps, and it's just... I, I didn't see the shot going in whenever he first put it up, but then Bink, Bink kept bouncing around, but then it was like almost like, wow, he really did this. You know, man, it was one of those movie like movie moments where it was like, did that just happen? Like, he got the ball off with .4 seconds left. And then, you know, everyone just waiting yeah. for it to go in. And it goes in and the crowd goes wild. And I personally haven't seen Kawhi show that much emotion. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? He Kawhi's a first... re- he's a reserved guy, man. He doesn't show yeah, any I know. emotion And still, if I were to make that shot, I would be going crazy. And Even was... his reaction was still kind of small. Yeah, it was it was small, but for Kawhi, it, it was yeah, something. Yeah, for Kawhi, you know it was I mean? definitely something. You know what I mean? And then we got uh, my man, Embiid. <laughs> Embiid crying later. Oh, poor guy. Uh, Embiid's my guy. I'd say he's top three I center in the league. Easily top three centers top in the league. Center if, not league one, if not the best. I don't he's understand. He's so versatile. He, he's a, just, you know, he has that spirit of competition in him. I understand, but I don't understand. You're a grown ass dude. You yeah. Know? <laughs> what are you crying for, man? But uh, that's fine. Um, not sleeping on the Sixers. They still got... A, a good chance of being back next Hopefully year. Hopefully Jimmy Butler resigns with them Jimmy because Butler, that's a I big piece of their team, honestly. Yes. I mean, Ben Simmons definitely still needs a shot. He's uh, definitely a good player. But all he needs is a shot. I'd get, say Ben Simmons would be top five if he had a shot. No doubt. League. And what about CJ, man? 37 points in a game seven hey. in Denver to close out the series CJ, against the CJ went off. CJ went off. And that's the thing about the Blazers, man. Um... You got Dame and you got CJ. You got Canther. Um, you obviously got different players, but those are the those are your three most reliable guys. If Dame does not have a good night, CJ can easily give you 30, 35. That's the thing. CJ not having a good night, scores. Dame will give you 50, like we saw against OKC. Dame so, and CJ, one of the best backcourts in the league. The best right now in the like dead ass, man. <laughs> like, no joke. They're, they're That's awesome. why I think they have a shot against the Warriors, you know? They definitely do. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see, man. All right, man, moving on to the NFL. Uh, who's who's your sleeper team? What do you think about next season? Like, what, what's happening? Well, the free agency really shook up the league this year. Uh, sleeper team, I think I'd have to go with... I think I'd have to go with Oakland. They picked up Antonio Brown, Latavius Murray, and with a healthy Derek Carr, I think they got the weapons to really do something that no one expects. Because last year, coming off of a bad year... With the healthy Derek Carr, everyone expected them to do a lot better. Didn't even make it to the playoffs. So, I think for as far as sleeper team, that's my team. Yeah, I, I definitely I agree on that. Uh, I think they do have the talent and potential next year to go far. We'll just have to see how AB adjusts to the Raiders next year. Um, you know, it, it might take time. He yeah. might adjust in a season. He might not. But we'll have to see how uh, he fits in in there. And I definitely think um, if Derek Carr comes back healthy and ready to play, he can definitely take them places, you know, take them far. What about you? What do you think? I, I'm i going to have to go with the Browns. I know everyone on this podcast knows I'm a diehard Patriots fan. You know, TB's a goat and it's all too- that. But uh, I think the Browns are looking good, you know, uh, acquiring Odell, you know, 
They have so many offensive weapons. So many weapons. The, Nick Chubb. You know, we got... Uh, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Baker Mayfield. We got Baker looking really good right now. So, I would have to say... And their defense is looking slight, too. It, it's looking... I, I like their defense. Who's their big uh, defensive lineman? Their defensive lineman? Uh, I know they got Jabril Peppers in the in the backfield. They got uh, Miles Garrett. Miles oh, Garrett. my God. He's a beast. They're going to be tight next year. They're going to be hard to beat. I don't want to say... I don't want to, like, jump to any conclusions, but... I'd say at least they make playoffs. They're you know, definitely you know making I mean? the playoffs yeah, next year. I'd give them playoffs at least. We'll have to see how they perform after that, but that's that's my that's my opinion on that. All right, Dmas, uh, let's talk Patriots. You know, I had to bring that up. Uh, let's talk Patriots. What what do you think Tom Brady is gonna do next year? What do you think Bill Belichick is gonna do? You know, we made some really good acquisitions during the draft. How do you think that's gonna play on? Are we making it to the Super Bowl next year? Are we gonna be bad okay so Patriots first of all best franchise in the NFL right now and maybe maybe in all of time I mean five rings is it six now it's six now six now just between Brady and Belichick Brady himself I'm not a big Patriots fan but Brady himself Easily the best quarterback to ever play the game. Facts. If anyone says differently, they're just stubborn and hard-headed. I mean, man is a playoff monster. You can't, you can't bet against you them. You can't stop Brady. You it's cannot just, bet against the Patriots. Even with his old age, I don't think it really plays a toll because he's so smart and he's so good at reading the defenses and calling the audibles. It's just he'll eat you alive if he really wants to. And the two-minute drill is unstoppable. And I just think that they haven't lost any big players their O-line is just incredible to in, to protect Brady, and I don't think the Patriots are going anywhere. I think Tom Brady's going to play till 45, like he said, and I think if not one, he'll probably maybe even get two rings before he retires, two more. You know, with uh, Gronk being gone now, uh, we did get a tight end, I think, from Iowa State, if I'm correct. But uh, the thing with the Patriots is, you know, they get any old player and turn them into, you know, the legends they become. Look at Sony Michelle. He had a phenomenal rookie year. He gave us almost five touchdowns against the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, he was our leading scorer against the against Kansas City, and uh, he did really. He gave us a lot of yards at the Super Bowl. So, um, I just think they're gonna be they're gonna be great next year. Brady's gonna come out ready to play and. I count them as winning Super Bowl next year. That's just my opinion, though. The best quarterback with the best coach. It's it's hard to beat that. Really hard to beat. Really hard to beat. All right, switching up to news, man. Did you hear about NBA YoungBoy getting shot at, man? What? Yeah, when? bro. So I think it was Mother's Day. Uh, they were at uh, Trump Resort out there in Miami, and I think it was like a silver Cadillac pulled up and started like it just started raining bullets. His girlfriend ended up getting shot, and his friend got shot and killed. Um, but yeah, man, that's crazy. You know, I just had to mention that because it's really fucked up. Ever since Youngboy's been in the game, man, he's been he's been doing some questionable stuff, and like the name says, he's young. I don't even think he's twenty yet. And yeah, I think he's like nineteen, bro. He needs to chill out. He's making too much money to be getting in all this trouble. I mean, yeah, he came. He came from the streets. He came from the trap. But I mean, you're living a different life now, yeah, man. Bro. You're a celebrity. You can really just make life what you want. You don't need to be getting in trouble like 
Didn't Kodak get arrested this weekend? Yeah, he too? got arrested for like possession. Yeah, that's crazy. It's man. just you got all that money, man. Just chill, enjoy life. You know, uh, I just had to mention that because it's crazy. All these rappers getting shot. You know, I saw the article and I was like, uh, "Don't tell me he got killed," because nah, that's the first that thing that popped crazy. up. Like, like NBA young boy got shot at. Yeah, I honestly no. thought he got killed. Um, I fuck with him, but I don't fuck with him that much. So. It wouldn't have phased me that much, but I just, you know, I just thought it's crazy. Yeah. You know, all these rappers getting shot. Dude, did you hear that there was like, there's like a cruise ship in Alaska and there was, they were doing like tour flights, like sightseeing flights off of the tour ship and two planes managed to crash in midair. <laughs> no, bro, you're playing. No, bro. I'm not playing, dude. You're like, playing, man. Like, I think 10 are wounded. I think four might have died and there's two that are still missing. Which that's, I mean, prayers go out to them. But how do two planes manage crazy, to hit bro. each other like, in midair? <laughs> that's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. Just think like, about it. You the, gotta see them. Co- it's a plane. Were it's the not, pilots drunk? They were probably drunk, man. Think about it. Cruise no, ship. They have to be, dude. <laughs> Cruise ship. Yeah, they were you know? on some vacation vibes. But that that makes no sense. Yo, how do man, you not see a plane just, coming towards your plane? Just think about what they were probably drunk. They had to. Or they're on something, at least. Yeah. I'm <laughs> you crash into another plane. That's crazy, man. You won't ever catch me in Alaska, bro. Never. That's crazy. All right, man. I just, I still have to mention this, but uh, Putin out there in Russia playing the, hockey. The, the president or the, prime the, minister the, the, pre- that's Russia? A, yeah, that's the president of Russia. You know, he's out there playing hockey with, I guess, it's his cabinet or a group of fans and whatever, and uh he ends up scoring eight goals by himself. <laughs> eight, go- eight goals, bro. But uh, <laughs> the funny part is, everyone was just terrified. That's why he scored that many goals. Like, I don't. I, I don't think I would <laughs> want to be scoring against him either. You would I not mean, want to score against Putin, like given his reputation and all that shit, man. You like, scored me, and I take your house. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. That's Th- crazy, this dude bro. will do anything. It's like, like I don't know what type of government they got over there. It's that, like some a dictatorship. Dictatorship, <laughs> like still communist. Bro. Yeah, come past. on. I'm not taking chances with that. Hey, you I don't can win this hockey game. I don't blame him though. It's more like get out my way. Yeah, <laughs> I would get out the way. You know what I mean? You scored. And you'll die. Come on, man. <laughs> Crazy shit, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, so we got a few nominations for uh, sick fucks of the weeks. These are the sickest people on this planet. Uh, they're the shit bags of the weeks. The worst people on this planet, like yep. I said. Uh, so Dimas, let's go ahead and uh, let's hear your first nominee. Okay, so this one hit home a little bit because it was actually in Houston. It was a little north of where I live, but it was this. One dude, I can't remember his name, but I do know the name of the victim. It was a four-year-old girl named Malia. It was it was kind of like a domestic violence dispute between the stepfather and her mother. And what happened was they were having a little falling out, and they were going to break off their engagement because the stepfather actually got caught sending dick pics to other guys, which is not something that is normal. But Crazy. So they were going to break off their engagement and then the mom decides to go on vacation and leave the child with the stepdad and when she gets back there's like just a whole search party going on for her. she's gone missing uh they there's like a silver little car that they are trying to look for and everything and there's this whole case and then a couple weeks go by and they start unraveling the fact that he actually killed her. I mean, there was some security cameras outside of his house that uh, showed the last footage of her 
being alive and it was of him and Malia, the little girl, walking back into the house. And then a couple hours later, he walks out of the house with a laundry basket and a big ass trash bag and a bottle of bleach. And after that, she's never seen again. And so the police investigate into this and they find blood in his house that matches the DNA that's found on Malia's toothbrush. So now he is convicted, he is getting tried for murder. There's not many more details, but this one, this dude is a sick fuck. A four-year-old girl, Crazy. dude? Come on. He should rot in hell. Crazy. Sick dude. Alright, Prince. So who you got for sick fuck of the week? Uh, For sick fuck of the week, my nominee is this dude. Uh, He's actually a colonel in the U.S. Army. Um, So, you know, this dude's been abusing his, abusing his wife for a long time. Uh, the neighbors find out. And they were about ready to, you know, bring it up to the authorities. And I guess he found out. So he decides to kill both of his neighbors. What? He decides to kill, uh, you know, wife and husband. Shoots them point blank. Um, gets rid of their body. Uh, where he fucked up is he actually told their son what he did to him. So he killed uh, husband and wife, but he did not harm their son because I think he was at school and then when he gets back he actually tells them he killed How are you their gonna, parents what which is beyond fucked up man that's I don't know where this world's that's going that's crazy but that's my nominee for sick fuck of the week I think both of those people win they both do deserve it um they're definitely shit bags so the sick fuck of the week goes to since this dude from Houston killed a four-year-old girl i'm gonna have to go with him that, i mean it doesn't definitely. make any any better but from the other dude killing two people but this is a child but it's a child it's a and four-year-old. it's she was completely innocent and there's i just can't see any mercy for him i hope he has life in prison electric chair or whatever i mean he's gonna become someone's bitch in jail obviously yeah. He's going to get that treatment, if you know what I mean. <laughs> sick fuck goes to you. But congratulations, man. You sick fuck. You made it on my podcast. You're the sick fuck of the week. You deserve to rot and die. All right, that wraps it up for episode two. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, D-Mass, for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, no problem, man. He's going to be on this podcast a lot. All right, so go ahead and follow me on on Insta. It's going to be D-Mass, three underscore. I do follow back, so what's up? <laughs> Hit my boy up. <laughs> Thank you.